You're listening to The Point with Pastor Gray on Atta Church Radio. 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 Well, praise the Lord, and welcome to The Point. Today is Wednesday, November 17th, and uh, after all of our cold that we had rushing through here, we've actually got a couple of warm days here, looks like, so we're praising the Lord for that, enjoying the warmth while it lasts before we actually head into winter. Uh, I'm joined here on Atta Church Radio this morning. My name is Sam, and I'm joined by Bishop Gray and Brother Woods. Good to have you all with us here this morning. Yeah, thank you, I appreciate it, Lord. And uh, we're just so thankful for this podcast, for this ministry. If you're here live with us on Facebook, we're broadcasting live. Make sure and give us a shout out. We'll stop and uh, every once in a while and see if anybody's on here live with us. We'll uh, see if you got a prayer request or if you got a question or just a comment. We can check in with you. And uh, otherwise, if you do catch this live or after the fact, please share it with anyone you think would benefit and uh, give us a like and subscribe and all that good stuff so we can get the word out to more folks. Uh, we're praising the Lord today. Bishop, you got something on your heart from the Lord. I surely do. Amen. I can't hear anything through my headset. Oh, okay. So Turn you up. I just thought I'd let you know <laughs> in case I... <laughs> yes, I, I have something that's a concern to everyone. A uh, man that's born of woman, the Bible says, is a few days in full trouble. And uh, something that I want to look at today and talk about today is our attitude. Uh, everybody has a God-given talent and spirit, and it's important. I've often taught to the church that your attitude affects your altitude. Sure. And that is so true. And your attitude is its a set uh, feeling towards someone or something, and it affects your behavior. And that's something that is very necessary, is good behavior in pleasing the Lord and walking with God. And if we want to be successful in life, it's very important that we do have a good attitude and we do have a good outlook on things that happen to us, because life is not always easy. Amen. It's uh, Sometimes it can be difficult. But when we put our trust in God and we, we look to the, Lord, to, the, to the Lord through these situations, uh, it's very necessary that God's Word will help us to have the right attitude toward these circumstances and situations that we face. And we look to the Scripture uh, to some examples we find in Genesis, the 39th chapter. One of my favorite Bible characters, in fact, is Joseph. Mm. And uh, the fourth through the sixth verse well, actually, we just start in the first verse. It said, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which he had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over, over his house and all that he had put into his hand. And it came to pass from that, 
from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hands and knew not all he had save the bread which he did eat. Mm. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. And he's one of my favorite Bible characters concerning uh, having a great good spirit, mm-hmm. and God was with him, and a good attitude. We don't see any place in the Scripture where we find Joseph complaining. Sure. We find that he was his brothers were jealous of him, and we find that he was sold at 17 years old, which is a very difficult age anyway, and to be sold into a foreign land with a foreign language... You know, it could have uh, it could have very easily got a, a very disagreeable spirit and decided, you know, I, I'm not participating. I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to, uh, you know, make things worse. In fact, I worked the post office one time and uh, it was a union steward's wife and uh, she was a clerk and they'd ask another clerk to do something that was out of her job responsibilities. And, and I overheard her tell this woman, she said, just mess it up so bad. They'll never ask you to do something outside your scope. So, you know, sometimes attitudes, uh, they can affect our behavior. And, and Joseph's attitude was a good attitude because he did that, which was right. He, the Lord was with him. And so he even did right to Potiphar and God began to bless Potiphar's house because of Joseph. Mm-hmm. And we as the people of God, people can be blessed because of our attitudes, of our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And it's so necessary as you walk through life that you maintain the right spirit, that that you, you have a good attitude about anything that you go through. And so we find that uh, he was prospered. He, he, Potiphar gave him everything except for, you know, only thing he didn't give him was his wife. (laughs) He had everything and everything was rolling real well until Potiphar's wife decided that she wanted to do something that was not right. And of course, Joseph's attitude was, how can I do this great sin before God and my master? Mm -hmm. And he would not participate. And of course, in his life, we find that he was thrown into Pharaoh's prison. And instead of keeping a bad attitude, we find he was made trustee of the prison. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, it, it just speaks to us today that no matter what happens in life, because that was a very unjust thing that happened to him. Yeah. It was unjust. He had no recourse. He had no voice. He was thrown into that prison. And then he began to use the gifts and talents that God gave him, even in the prison. He didn't get angry at God. Uh, he gave the interpretation of the dreams to the king's butler and the baker. And then finally, and when he told the butler, said, look, don't don't forget me. And guess what? <laughs> he forgot him until Pharaoh had the dream. And so we find that uh, his attitude really helped him. And we find also in Daniel, if you want to turn to Daniel, the, third, the sixth chapter. Actually, Daniel 5 and 12, then we'll go to the sixth chapter. And it says, for as much... As an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. And then in Daniel 6 and 3, we find this, then this Daniel 
was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. If we'll just maintain a right attitude and spirit, what we what we go through and when we're going through something, then God can elevate us. Mm, but if we get to the place that we're like the children of Israel going through the wilderness, now we find a group of people that God has done great things for. He brought them out of slavery. They spoiled the land of Egypt. They had gold. They had silver. They had anything they wanted when they left. And what really tickles me how the scripture says when they were leaving says, moreover, a God, a dog didn't wag his tongue at him. In other words, they didn't get barked at by dogs. <laughs> and here they were, and God was leading them through the wilderness miraculously. And yet, uh, because they had the mentality they had, they murmured and complained. And everything God did for them was not good enough. Uh, we find that God provided a miracle food called manna. There wasn't one sickly. There wasn't one decrepit one among them. Their clothes didn't wear out. This manna must have been really something. But instead of being thankful for the manna, what did they say? Our soul <laughs> loathes this manna. They were sick. They said, we've had it up to our ears, <laughs> you might say. And then then God, who was very angry with them, oh, yes. uh, he sent them quail <laughs> and air. It was in their teeth. Yes, it was. God sent judgment on them. <laughs> and that's a lesson to us because God's good to us and, and he blesses us with things. And if we're not careful, if we don't maintain a right attitude, we can uh, we can start murmuring and complaining and find uh, find. Uh, wrong with our lot, you know, why do I have to bear this cross? Why do I have to go through this? Instead of uh, maintaining a right attitude and a spirit uh, that God wants us to have. And, and sometimes God sends us through places that molds us. Mm-hmm. You know, these situations, they can mold mm-hmm. us. In Proverbs uh, seventeen twenty seven, if you'd like to turn there this morning or this afternoon. It says, he... That hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's a good scripture. That's not the one I wanted. Let's go to seven three Proverbs seven and three. We'll get back to that one. I'm sorry, it's Ecclesiastes seven three. You're getting your chance to go through the Bible today. <laughs> All righty. You want to read that for me, Brother Woods or Brother Sam? Ecclesiastes 7, 3. Yes. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by the sadness of the countenance, the heart is made better. Okay. Mm. So we see God who created us tells us in this chapter, in this verse, that sadness of countenance, the heart is made better. Mm -hmm. And we see even through history, you can see some of the great characters that uh, people that have lived. You think about Abraham Lincoln some of the heartaches and the sorrows that he faced as a young man. He lost his mother at a young age, and, and people that have gone through a lot of hardship, a, a lot of times their heart is made better, if you please. And sometimes God calls us to go through valleys and situations, and if we can just have confidence in Him, then we can maintain the right kind of attitude and spirit that God can bless us and grow us, because it's all about pleasing Him. And once we get uh, as... They say, you know, our relationship, our vertical relationship with God affects our horizontal relationship with man and vice versa. Mm. When we get out of sorts with each other, then we get out of sorts with God. Amen. 
And sometimes God allows things to happen for our good, and and He allows situations to manifest in our life to show us things. You know, there's sometimes things come out of us with a ooh, Amen. I didn't know that was there. Man, I thought I'd killed that a long time ago. <laughs> but but God, He loves us, and and uh, I just want to encourage anyone that's listening today. No matter what you're going through, keep a right attitude. Uh, as as they say, keep an attitude of gratitude. Uh, because no one likes to be around a person that has an ugly spirit. Mm. And we find in 1 Samuel 25, we find a picture of a man that uh, he did not have an excellent spirit. And in fact, uh, he had a very poor spirit, and it affected his life to the place it took his life. Mm. 1 Samuel 25 and 3. <laughs> and it says, Now the name of the man was Nabal. And the name of his wife, Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance. But the man was churlish and evil in his doings, and he was of the house of Caleb. Here we have a marriage that had great contrast. Mm. You have a woman that is of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance, and you've got this husband that is churlish and evil in his doings. And the reason we hear about them is because David and his men were on the run and they went to protect, uh, they were in the area and they went to protect his men and, and the sheep when they were shearing and just asked for some food and he did not want to give them any. No, he didn't. And so it was made known to his wife, Abigail, and of course she, being of the good understanding and a good spirit, she immediately got figs, she got cakes, she, she <laughs> fed them. And uh, when he found out what had happened, the Bible says that what was going to happen to him, the Bible says his heart just went to stone. Yes. And 10 days later, he died. Yes. So even even physicians are learning today that our emotions can affect our health. Mm-hmm. They, they really oh, can. Yes. And they've done studies even that forgiveness, unforgiveness actually, mm-hmm. unforgiveness has a negative impact upon your health. And if, if we'll keep a right attitude and a right spirit, the scripture says, a merry heart doeth good like what? Medicine. Like a medicine. Yes, it does. And so it's, it's very important that we keep the right perspective in life because uh, we don't know. We, we never know uh, what's going to happen, but we, we've got to understand now we know all things happen for what? Good. For good. Mm-hmm. To who? To, to the them that are Paul. called by his name mm-hmm. according to his purpose. Amen. That's all things work together for good. And this is why when you're in the midst of something, you've got to stop and say, you know what? I can't see it, but this is working for my good somewhere, somehow. (laughs) And God, who is the master creator, uh, he is the savior. He's the He's the one that loves us. Just like a parent, sometimes we have to correct our children. We've corrected our children, and they didn't see it at the time. They just thought we were being mean. But we were doing it for their good. We were trying to get them to be good citizens, to trying to get them to be good Christians. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they don't see it. But down the road, mm-hmm. they'll look back and they're thankful for it. I remember one man's testimony. Uh, he was a big boy and uh, he, he became a minister. But during high school, uh, of course, they didn't allow him to play organized sports. And I guess he must have had a little bit in his heart. You know, he was disappointed that, you know, he felt like maybe they were too strict or something. And then years later, he went to a high school reunion and he began to meet some of these other people that, you know, the the star football player and those that played in the sports and all that. And he saw what kind of messes their life were in. And he said, I 
I didn't go home. He said, I still had a key to my parents' home. And he said, instead of going directly home, he said, I stopped by the, the home place. And he said, I went to my daddy's bedside and I shook him awake. And he said, I said, Daddy, thank you. Thank you for, for being stern with me. Thank you for, for keeping me from that. Mm-hmm. And God in his wisdom, he knows what life's what's ahead of us and he knows what we're going to face tomorrow and he knows what we're facing today and the thing he asks us to do is is to have a a good good countenance a good spirit about it a good attitude as we go through no wonder in the new testament we're encouraged to say in we're encouraged to to in everything give thanks yes for this is what the will of god in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so it's so very, very important that uh, we we have the right attitude because um, it it just doesn't prosper us to have an evil spirit. It just Mm. doesn't prosper us to try to get revenge. It doesn't prosper us to, you know, I've I've asked people before, you know, I've been out quite a bit being a mail carrier and say, how are you today? So, well, I ain't going to say because it wouldn't do any good anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and I I remember one carrier, I said, well, have a good day. He said, don't tell me what kind of day to have. thought, Man, I wouldn't want to live with that person. (laughs) What an ugly attitude and spirit. And life can be so much more pleasant Mm. when we look at it with the right perspective, when we look at it through the lens of God's word, knowing that God is molding us and he is making us. And sometimes he puts us in the fire of affliction Mm -hmm. and it's not to harm us as as they say of silver, you know, Mm -hmm. what's purifies silver is heat. Yes, ma'am. And uh, they say they, uh, uh, the process, the old fashioned process, they turn the heat up. And as they do the impurities from that, I guess it's gold, actually the the impurities from that gold come to the top Mm -hmm. and there's a skimmer. Mm-hmm. And he skims it off. Mm-hmm. And the next process is to turn it up again. And more impurities mm-hmm. come to the top. And they keep this process up until the skimmer can see his reflection in the gold. Then he knows it's pure. My Lord. And our master, he turns the heat up and he's looking for his reflection. <laughs> Amen. That's and un- true. That's and true. unfortunately, sometimes true. So he true. doesn't see his reflection. So true. And But I'm glad today that God is merciful. And uh, let's turn to the book of Acts, the fifth chapter. While we're turned there, anybody else have anything they would like to inject here today? Well, I think it's uh, interesting because it popped into mind while you were mentioning attitude and kind of defining it a little bit. One of the secondary definitions of it is a position of the body or manner of carrying oneself or your posture. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's the idea of like a directionality. Uh, you've chosen to set yourself a certain way. You've chosen, and that reinforces that idea that um, it's not something that is determined by the external. It's something you've decided to do. It's something mm-hmm. you've decided to have, mm-hmm. that attitude. And a lot of times, whatever attitude we find ourselves in, most of the time when we have a bad attitude, it's, I say all the time we have bad attitudes because we allowed the external to define it for us, you know, the situation or whatever somebody else's attitude mm-hmm. to define that for us instead of taking charge, taking dominion, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit to say, no, I'm, you know, I'm going to have a good attitude today, even if all of y'all don't, like I need to have a good attitude mm-hmm. to be in line with my God. So. That's, that's good. That's Amen. so true. That's so, so very true. And uh, we affect others. I remember mm-hmm. as you were speaking, there was a lady I used to work with, and I've told this many times at the church. Um, her name was Joyce, and I won't give her last name since we're being public here, but uh, she just didn't have very good attitude and outlook on life. And I remember one day I come 
skipping through the office, you know, and I said, good morning, Joyce. And she was sick and, uh, sipping her black coffee. And she said, what's good about it? And I thought, whoa. <laughs> so I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to work on her. I'm, I'm just going to be good to her because I know what the scripture says. If, you know, yeah. if we continually to do good to them, uh, and that's how you heap coals of fire. But I just was going to try to uh, get some good out of her. And, mm-hmm. and finally, the day came. I come through the office. I said, good morning, Joyce. And she said, good morning. I said, yes. <laughs> so we do have a, we can have a positive or a negative impact on folks. Oh, yeah. So true. And uh, so we find in Acts, the fifth chapter, the apostles had been uh, not only threatened, but they had been beaten for preaching in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in the 41st verse, we find it says, and they departed from the presence of the council rejoicing (laughs) that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. What an attitude. Amen. What a spirit. I mean, most folks, if they go through a little bitty trial, somebody says something crosswords to them, they're just, oh, they're devastated. They're like, oh, why am I going through this? You know, nobody else is going through this. But this this bunch of folks, these apostles... They, they rejoiced yes. that they were accounted worthy to suffer shame according to his name. What a beautiful Jesus. attitude. And, and so that that defined, that helps us to see we can go through a whole lot if we have a right attitude. Amen. Yeah. And like you say, it, it, it's the internal direction. If we make up our mind, you know what we're going through. We are going through regardless. Mm-hmm. We'll go through a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and our mind will be made up our our face will be set like a flint. You know what? We're going through it. doesn't Amen. matter what kind of hardship we're going through. We are going to make Amen. it. Amen. And there's so many examples in life of people that had that mindset, you know, no matter what they went through, you, you see a lot of the Jewish people that came through the concentration camps that survived, they had faith yeah. and they, they trusted in God that he would bring them through like Corey Ten Boom, If you've ever read her book, you know, their dream was to start a home after uh, all that was over and that they could help people to rehab from the devastation of what they went through. Now, her sister uh, passed away in the concentration camp, but they had that determination. They had that attitude. And instead of just succumbing to, like you said, the outside influences, they 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 changed their atmosphere. They began to have Bible studies mm-hmm. in their barracks. And I remember one of the stories that they had an uh, attack of fleas. There were fleas so bad mm. in that barracks that the guards would not come in. But they praised the Lord for the fees, fleas because they could have Bible study uninterrupted. <laughs> See, <laughs> so it's it's all it's all about your outlook, and it's all about your attitude. And so uh, today, wherever you are in life, you know you can always shift gears if you get in, in, into God's word, and that's why prayer is so necessary. Prayer is an attitude adjustment. Amen. That's right. You know, sometimes oh, you can get down to pray, true. and and you your attitude's not quite where it so needs to be. True. And once you touch uh, the master. Oh man, so true. it just changes everything. Amen. Like the story was told of the woman, uh, she wasn't disgruntled with the church. She just, you know, she just had a lot on her plate, and she just was really fighting. And she, and the devil told her, well, the best thing to do is just leave the church because that's there's all kind of things that you're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. And so she came to the pastor. She said, Pastor, I, I, you know, you haven't done anything, but I'm just done. I'm just, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm leaving the church. I just mm-hmm. can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And he said, Well, sister. 
why don't you do me a favor? He said, why don't you go back to the prayer room and just thank God for the things he's done for you before you leave? And so he said, wasn't too long. He heard somebody back there crying, speaking in tongues, and she come running out of the prayer room. She said, Pastor, I'm not going anywhere. Said, God's been too good to me because she began to think of how God healed her daughter. And, and things like this, if, if we stop, and that's why the scripture even talks about oh, meditation. Yeah. You know, we in the Western culture, we don't meditate a whole lot, but people in the Eastern cultures, they meditated and it doesn't hurt. It, it's a good thing to meditate on the things of God yes, it is. and yes, meditate it is. on his word Yes, it is because it's such a positive influence oh, on us yes. because God is light and in him, there is no darkness oh, at all. Amen. And if we would just maintain a right attitude, even the situations when we deal with each other, if we can just maintain that right attitude and that right spirit, things go so much better, so, so much better. And and the scripture has a lot of things to teach us. I remember one time there was an incident uh, my wife and I went through, and it was some people at the church we went through it. And man, this brother, he was... He was fired up. He was ready to tear somebody's head up, head off. And, and uh, I, you know, I've, I've always learned in the scripture, says a soft answer mm-hmm. turneth Ooh, away yes. wrath. Man, he came at me with a yes, fury yes, of yes, <laughs> like a, ooh, ooh, a, yes, a horse that Bishop. was out of sorts. But you know what? God just let me give him a soft answer, and you could just see that. Yes. Shh. Mm-hmm. So true, and, and you so know, true. you don't fight fire with fire, <laughs> Amen. No, no win situation. <laughs> and uh, Philippians two fourteen. Let's just turn there real quickly. We're glad for everyone that's tuning in today. We encourage you to continue to listen to this podcast. Good things are being taught and spoken of here that will help you in your walk with God. Mm-hmm. When all right. I get it here myself. All right. What's the scripture say? You want to read that, Brother Woods? Do all things without murmuring and disputings. Mm-hmm. And the 15th verse? That you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that speaks to us, the church. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Do all things without murmurings mm-hmm. and disputings. My Lord. That we might be what? Blameless Blameless. and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. And we surely are living in a crooked and perverse nation. Yes, so true. And uh, we sure do want to shine as the lights in the world. And uh, sometimes, well, not sometimes, the scripture said, your epistles known and read of all men. And people read our lives more than they read the Word of God. Amen. Some people will never pick up a Bible, but if they know you're a Christian mm. and they know you've got the truth, they watch you really they close. Watch you. They watch and make sure, you know, they, uh, I, I can remember, you know, thinking aloud, when my mom got the Holy Ghost, well, once I realized it was real, even though I didn't have it, as well, a true Christian doesn't do this. And a true, true mm-hmm. Christian does mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. because I was watching her life. I wasn't reading my Bible, but I was reading what God was mm-hmm. doing in her life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's so important for us to, to maintain a good attitude. It, it's healthy. Spiritually, it's healthy for you. Physically, it, it, you're, a, you're pleasant and a pleasure to be around somebody that's upbeat and positive and, and knows God can do it. Amen. I remember Amen. Sister Amen. Nona Freeman saying that she had a millionaire friend. He owned a, bill, uh, he owned a business, and he had all of his equipment on this big job in this uh, creek riverbed or whatever, and a flash flood came hmm. and took everything he had, and he had no insurance. 
And so she got word that he had to move out of his nice, fine home and and all this was going on. So she thought, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to encourage my friend. Mm -hmm. And she said, I got down there and said, by the time I left, he had encouraged me. (laughs) Said he he wasn't a bit down in the mouth because he knew that God was going to help him. And and how beautiful that is if you can just... Because, you know, when we get in the the area of self-pity... It immobilizes us. Mm, that's right. It'll cause you to not be what you're supposed to be. That's It'll right. cause you not to worship. It will cause you not to work. It just causes all Amen. kind of negative effects. Amen. Yes, sir. And, yes, uh, sir. you know, when you start having a pity party, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Like one sister, we went to a, a marriage seminar, and, and she was mad at her husband. And she said, I, I was having me a pity party. And she said, I had a sheet of paper, and she said, I journal a lot. So she said, I was writing down what I didn't like about him. <laughs> and she said, all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost spoke to her and said, turn it over and write what you do like about him. Jeez. She said, wait a minute, God, I didn't know you came to my pity parties. <laughs> so she said, I was still mad at him. So she said, I put, well, at least he's clean. <laughs> and so she said she was sitting there thinking, and then she happened to remember an incident where they had gone to a friend's wedding of hers, and they had gone shopping to buy something for her wedding. It was a wedding gift and it was a nightgown and uh, they bought her a certain color and she liked another color. Well, her husband had snuck back and bought the one she liked Mm -hmm. and surprised her with it. And it was these kind of memories that, you know, started flooding her mind. And he Mm -hmm. said, she said, now they went to, to, to bed, not on very good terms, you know, he was, she was still mad at him. That's all he knew. He went to sleep. And she said, I ran in there and I woke him up. And I started kissed him and saying, honey, I love you. He's like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> so that's what can happen when God comes to your pity party. He, he can turn it over into a, a thankful party. Amen. So true. Did you have something you want to add, Brother Woods? Uh, it's just it's just a wealth of encouragement and inf- information. And uh, we talk about it, having an excellent spirit. Mm. And what crossed my mind was <clears throat> during those trials and tribulations, and Peter says that uh, kind of our joy when you fall into diverse temptations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that goes in line with having an excellent spirit. And I see another element that goes along with excellent spirit, and that's that humility. Yes. And and being subjugated, allowing yourself to be subjugated to God, you know, uh, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and right. He will exalt you mm-hmm. in due time. That's some things that we learn. We learn that in steps the hard way because God gives us that balance. Those hard things make for better understanding, a better relationship, a better friendship with the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. Because we we all need that help because. We of ourselves are not able to. Uh, many, many experiences between all three of us will reflect the goodness of God mm-hmm. and the fact that he is wants to save us and cause, him, cause us to have a closer walk, mm-hmm. that friendship walk, you know, and that just doesn't happen just out of the blue. It takes time for that to be refined. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like a friendship in this life, you know, you don't just become bosom buddies and friends just overnight usually yes sir those kind of friendships usually don't last and uh, as you were talking i was thinking the analogy of of the uh, butterfly you know it's the struggle of getting out of the cocoon that causes it to have the strength to fly Hmm. and so sometimes in life we must remember the struggle that we're going through is going to give us strength to fly down the road and we are members one of another i might be going through something to help somebody else down the road 
That's because true. and so God true. does those things. So true. And how much better is it to be able to tell someone, "Look, I've been right where you're at. Mm. I know what you're going through, Amen. but let me tell you what God will do. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how to That's get so out of that true. place." So true. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it's just so important because we do live in is such a depressing area uh, era where there's a lot of uncertainties and and we see such unsettling in our government, in our nation, mm-hmm. in our businesses, oh, yes. in just everything. And and uh, who thought that uh, our way of life could be shaken? But it has yes, been it shaken. Has it's been, going to be it. shaken. And yes, so sir. for us to maintain the right attitude is it, so vital. It, it's so so necessary because uh, we can we can just make shipwreck if we don't mm. uh, maintain a right Amen. attitude and a right spirit and and uh, pr- and uh, I remember another minister said that when they came back from Africa they said God gave them a dream and they saw these people this black goo was on these people some people just totally immobilized them said other people they were fighting their way through it and and she said I said God what is that and the Lord spoke to her and said, it's depression. Mm. Ooh, my Lord. And she said, God, how, how do we defeat it? And then he mm. gave her the answer, praise therapy. Mm. Praising God is what will get you through it. Mm. And that's, again, having Amen. a positive attitude and Ooh, a right yes. spirit. When you praise God, we sing the chorus, hallelujah, anyhow. anyhow. I'm not going to let my anyhow. troubles get me down. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's important to praise him as though oh, you already have the victory. Yes, that's faith. Amen. Yeah. Some of them Amen. old saints, you know, I remember seeing Ooh, yes. people just take off shouting and say, what'd you shout? For? Man, I'm shouting because of the victory that's coming. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Crazy, yes. Not because something has happened. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you if you're listening today Hallelujah. and maybe you're going through a hard time, maybe, maybe you don't understand. God didn't ever call us to understand, but he just called us to that's hold right. his hand. Right. Just have confidence in God. Uh, know that God has your best interest in mind. Mm. And, and that's the thing we must remember. God has our best interest at heart. No matter what we go through, no matter what we experience, and I know some people have experienced some very devastating Mm -hmm. things. I don't know how I would have handled them. Uh, You know, I don't know how I would have gotten through them, but you know what? God's able. Able. He is able. And we can just maintain that right attitude and that right spirit. Uh, We can do great things for the Lord. Oh, yes. And we can soar like eagles. We'll go from victory unto victory. Amen. Praise God. But if we let our circumstances dictate to us. So true. We're not going to fly very high. So true. Amen. Sure. Amen. Well, thank you so much for that, Bishop. That's such a blessing. Uh, you know, as you were speaking a moment ago, I was reminded, Scripture says, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you've got your attitude adjusted, sometimes there's people in your life that need need help adjusting theirs. So right. And uh, so it's good so to right. keep an eye out. You know, pray. If you see someone that's that's looking down, you know, pray for a way, an opportunity to bless them, to encourage them, to build them up. Um, especially, you know, the saints of God, that's, that's part of our duty as part of the body is to build and edify one another. Oh, so we should look for those opportunities. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, gentlemen. This has uh, been a blessing. Amen. And um, I love hearing from the word and the insights and the wisdom from y'all. It's always a blessing. And I'll be reading back through these scriptures later. I encourage you, uh, if you've heard this podcast and it's been a blessing to you, to share it with someone else and to let us know. Hop on there. We saw today we've got a couple people watching live, but I see a meme or Mimi, not sure how to pronounce your name, love on here. Thank you for joining us and thanks for sending us. They just sent a heart our way. So. Amen. <laughs> Apparently, the Lord is blessing them. So um, 
Thank you so much for joining us today. If you'd like to stop by here where we uh, publish these from is at a church, Antioch the Apostolic Church here in Indianapolis at 11140 East 10th Street. And we'd love to have you stop by at our service either tonight at 7 or on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. or 6.30 p.m. And you can also check out our information on atachurch.info. And as always, thank you so much for joining us, and God bless. Amen. Beautiful. is out of church radio.